Hello, everybody. I'm Tom Chaplin, uh, career coach, health coach, and astrologer from Alexandria, Virginia. And I'm Aubrey de Klerk, career coach and career astrologer in Portland, Oregon. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. So we're kind of um, you know talking about our topic, what we want to what we want to cover today, and um, and I think we've decided that as we're discussing what topic to cover that we're just going to start turning on the microphone <laughs> because we have these great discussions and, um, but anyway, we decided to stop talking and turn on the microphone and, um, and start recording. So, so today we're going to talk about, um, well, I guess I, I guess I might as well just kind of um, share what I was uh, telling you earlier yeah. Aubrey, yeah. that I, I gave a presentation uh, this week on getting unstuck and, you know, how do we do that? What are the big areas? You know, what are the big four big reasons that keep us stuck and, and how do we, how do we change that? And this was not an astrology group. So I wasn't, I didn't relate anything to astrology. However, as I'm sharing all this information with the group, I'm thinking this has everything to do with this problem. <laughs> everything. And so we thought we'd talk about that in this podcast and, um, and specifically address the comfort zone and why people stay where they are. Why do people stay in a job that they're not all that thrilled with? Why don't they change that? Why do they stay? I mean, in any situation, a relationship or, you know, any kind of situation, you know, rather than doing something about it. And so, you know, of course, there are other reasons, but I, but one of the big ones, I, I think for all of us is the comfort zone. And the comfort zone is directly related to our south node in our natal chart, where the, nat- where the south node is, or was, or is, I guess, in our natal chart, and where it was located at the time of our birth. So the sign in the house really helps us to uncover some of those um, habits and you know, behaviors that tend to keep us locked into that comfort zone. So we don't want to step out of it. Yeah. And the, I am, um, you know, at some point I want us to talk about the four things because I think that would be helpful for people, but I'm going to just jump on the South node for a moment. And that's um, when I think about the South node, and the North node. So in the chart, they're opposite for everybody, Right. Yes, the sign and the house is different, um, but they're opposite. And when that when things are opposite astrologically, um, it means that they're in tension in, 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 with each other, and that we might have a tendency to stay in one or the other. And with the dynamic of the south and the north node, um, most of us will be drawn to staying in the south node, like what you're saying, Tom, because it's comfortable, because it's what we know. And so, some astrologers will attribute that to um, bringing things in from a past life and whether people are on board with that or not. I'm not particular because I don't think it changes the dynamic or way of thinking about it. But when I think about South Node and North Node is this idea of South Node are things that we, um, we, ha- we have gifts and talents there, but we tend to overdo them. We tend to get stuck in those places. And it doesn't, like our, our favorite way of doing something doesn't always work. Sometimes we need to stretch ourselves out of our comfort zone and do something that feels a little opposite from where we were. So 
um, with Mark Jones on this one, which is it's not about leaving behind all the South Node stuff, right? It's about like how do we use those things um, skillfully and not get stuck in the South Node and then take them um, with you. Yeah, yeah, take them with you to support you as you're going to do a new challenge, but don't let them get in the way of a new challenge. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and it's our, our North Node that we need to, to look towards for, for growth in this lifetime. And I agree with you. I have that same philosophy about the South Node and past lives. Um, you know, I know a, a lot of people look at them as a past you know, as what happened in a past life. But I, I don't think, you know, whether, whether those gifts and talents of, that are d- depicted by the South Node are coming from a South, or from a past life, or just coming from, from this life, early childhood. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. I don't think it matters. It's right. what's important is this lifetime and what you have to, to offer. And, but yeah, I absolutely, you, you, I think when you, you know, just turn your back on your South node and, and dive head first in your, towards your North node, you tend to, it tends to not always be the best situation and you come, you know, and next thing you know, you're back in your South node. Right. Uh, yeah. They've been doing, they've done a lot of research on this. And I talk to people about this too, just astrology wise or not it's like if we push ourselves too far out of the comfort zone right it's going to be so scary or so uncomfortable that we're going to go and look for the you know most 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 comfortable place to go back to which isn't necessarily where we were to start with we might have been really willing to take a challenge to start with but if we push ourselves way too far like going way out into the north node without bringing south node you know, support or gifts and talents. I think that we don't, we don't do ourselves any favors. So finding the right edge, you know, like right underneath that edge. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I want to, I want to give an example of that. Yeah. You know, and tell me what you think about it. And this is a personal example. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, the, the, the talk I gave um, the other night was, it took me out of my comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do it, but it it did stretch me. You know, I'm, it was not in the DC area and it was just a different group and it was, you know, not astrology related and it really wasn't, although, well, it wasn't a career group. So it was, you know, I wasn't there for that. I was there specifically to talk about getting unstuck, which Mm -hmm. can happen just in general. Yeah. Um, But what I did was, you know, as far as I, 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 this, this topic is so, fascinating and so important mm. that I, I really aligned myself with the topic. So that became my comfort zone that I was taking with me <laughs> into yeah. this new territory. Right. And I, I nice. yeah, does, does that, make yeah. sense? I think that's the best, you know, to, for me, that's the way I relate to it. Yeah. Um, you know, rather than, you know, I prepared, I did, you know, everything, you know, I have Gemini South node. I need to, you know, I need to make sure that I have all the information (laughs) and I got to get all the, all the data and facts. And (laughs) But you could get so stuck in like gathering all the data that you never. Oh yeah. Do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, yeah, I could go on for years (laughs) pulling stuff together, but um, you know, and then I wanted to make it entertaining because I was like, okay, Gemini self node, the last thing I want people to be bored. Right. And, and, um, 
so I think that, you know, those are the things that were really important to, um, to carry that forward. But, um, you know, also I think planets, planets that you have around the, that are attached that either aspect the nodal axis or conjunct the North node or South node play a big role. Those, those planets become significant indicators of, mm-hmm. of growth. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what I started thinking about is like brainstorming some places where people might get stuck career wise. Right. And thinking about like what, what in terms of a South node or what in terms of planets and indicators might, might be happening. Right. So like for you, like, and for a lot of people, I think public speaking is something right. That can get challenging. Yeah. Right. And in terms of their career. And it's interesting because I have, because Mercury aspects my nodal axis. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a trine to the South node, but it also, you know, rules Gemini. So, Mm -hmm. um, and sextiles the North node. So, you know, I, I think public speaking is, you know, teaching, you know, speaking in front of a group. I think that's part of what that's about. Yeah. And for people that don't know, Mercury is a, a planet that's associated with communication astrologically. So that feeds right into that. Um, there's people that I work with in, in um, job search when networking, right. Feels like something that they, it's just something they don't want to do. Right. They um, are concerned about not um, about using their contacts, about it not being genuine, you know, about it not um, that it comes off as one-sided or mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people yeah. um, inside organizations for the same reason that even in their career development, if, if um, expectations are to like show your impact across the, across the organization, right. And network in that way that people are like, well, wait a minute, I'm doing my job. Isn't that, isn't that just good enough? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they're, they're hesitant to go out there and, either draw attention to themselves or, or do that, um, that part of it. And yeah, some of these other things can be playing into it as far as extroversion or introversion, but astrologically, you know, the South node is an interesting spot to look at where people might be stuck about certain things and could be authority and having, um, um, concerns about not being given enough authority or autonomy in their work life and looking at the South node and saying, is there something here? And is there something of the North node when we can find a balance between those two? that can help in deciding how to uh, make choices about what they want to say yes to kind of what you're talking about before Tom, before we start recording about saying yes to things that are outside of our comfort zone. Um, to that stretch would help yourself, right. stretch ourselves and help us grow without, you know, pushing us over the limit. Yeah, totally. The, um, you know, I think, let's say I'm trying to think of some of the, <laughs> I'm trying to remember my, my talk and exactly what were some of the things about the comfort zone? I think, you know, a, a big one is fear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people get our, you know, fear of what maybe fear of the unknown, fear of change, fear of yeah. maybe how powerful you could actually be fear of, fear failure. of failing. Yeah. You know, but, you know, but to leave your comfort zone, you you're asked to take a risk you know, it is taking a risk because you're leaving the comfort of, you know, what's familiar, the familiar territory of the South Node. And, you know, I, another way to look at the South Node is 
you know, this is your routine. These are the habits and behaviors that you're so accustomed to, you know, what you do on a daily basis and which without even having to think about it, really. And so then to introduce something new is, you know, it, it, it changes, it changes the routine. And -hmm. a lot of times, you know, habits and behaviors can be one of the most difficult changes for people to make. So leaving your comfort zone is asking you to, to um, look at some new habits, come up with some new habits and behaviors. You know, it's, and I think one example of that, mm-hmm. yeah. I just, I just want to share yeah. is um, with, um, which I see in health coaching, people who um, need to change their relationship to food or they want to change their relationship to food mm-hmm. and, and they want to. And they have every intention of doing so, but it's very difficult, you know, for different, re- you know, different, different reasons. And, you know, it's, it's the, the habits and the behaviors that we have, that we have aligned ourselves with and we're so comfortable with. Yeah. And some of that is just that, like you're talking about that pattern of behavior and what it takes to do consciousness around it, awareness about it, to stop it, change it, Right. Um, it takes effort. It takes, you know, a lot more awareness on a regular basis to do that. And, you know, they take all those different, different studies about how long it takes to change a pattern or behavior and doing it consistently, you know, for at least 90 days. And so right. that takes a lot of commitment. And then there's also underly, underlying reasons why we might do that, right? Might be self-sabotage around that. Um, it might be, you know, that, it, that making those kinds of changes changes too many other things in our lives that have the possibility to, and that's scary, right? So it, it can be more than just that thing, like, you know, more than just, hey, I need to stop reaching for, you know, candy, even though it's out all the time at work, right? Or those kinds of things. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's, that's such a good point. It's like, okay, I'm on a diet. I want to give up sugar, but then there's, you know, you walk into your office environment and there's all the, you know, the donuts and the bagels, <laughs> the candy ball. And, you know, that that becomes, you know, how do you walk by that? A lot of people don't. That's where they cave. Right. And it's, and, it, you know, it, it really is, um, you know, it's about changing your your habits and it does take some time. Yeah. So there's work habits of... Um, and awareness is that it takes time. It can help to have other people at work, right? That you trust. If there's a way of speaking in meetings, right? I've been working with people in their career development around, wow, they've been given some feedback where they tend to, um, their intention is to try and find what's wrong with the situation and fix it so it can be better. But the interpretation is that, right, that things are, that they're being negative. So maybe somebody's a South Node in Virgo, great attention to detail. You know, some of these are just super broad in general, but um, and, you know, really talented at finding the things that are not working. But the communication about that, right, is, um, can be challenging for some people to hear in an environment where maybe morale is already low or mm-hmm. where there isn't a qualification of what intention is, is there. And so finding different ways of saying, you know, that there's that idea of like, well, what does that look like from a, a North Node in Pisces response mm-hmm. to a situation like that. And that really affects, that's a hard habit to break or a hard, um, 
attribute to take a look at because it may just feel like you said so so natural for me being Virgo rising I'm like right there right Mm -hmm. being like yeah I'm just it's never done with an intention of um trying to bring anybody down right but it's it's a sense where when we get feedback on some things that work then we get to choose whether there's something you know validity to that feedback and then do we want to do something about it and what does it take to get the support in order to make those kinds of changes you know and that takes courage to hear feedback like that absolutely yeah exactly so yeah and i you know and i um i just think you know a lot it, it it occurred to me also that i think you know i started i i wanted to ask this question to the group when i was speaking the other night too and i think i'm giving this talk again in a couple of weeks and i think i will ask it but how would you know if you're stuck in your comfort zone? How would mm. you even know that? Mm. You know, do we know? <laughs> Maybe, you know, um, and I'm going to share this real quickly because um, I think this really um, sums up what I am trying to say here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody's familiar with um, Shonda Rhimes, she wrote a book called The Year of Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the executive producer and um, uh, uh, creator, I think, of a number of television shows, Private Practice, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, Grey's Anatomy, and you know, I think there, there are more. But she, um, she challenged herself to say yes to all the things that scared her. And she did that for a year. And it really, it made a, she said, not only did I get over my fear, but um, it really, you know, impacted my life in a real, in a very powerful way. But she, she realized that she was stuck in her comfort zone. You know, she was turning down all the things she was afraid of doing Mm. and, um, and just staying with what was familiar, which, you know, she's a, you know, definitely a success story to begin with. So, you know, the question is, did she have to do these things? No, I mean, no. certainly not from our perspective, but for her own growth, you know, she was, she grew as a result of this. So, you know, of saying yes to things. No, no. And I like that question, right? Is that if we're going to do that, like if someone wants to take on a year of yes or have any other kind of, um, approach that they want to try on in terms of um, stretching out of the comfort zone. I think that that piece of awareness is spot on, Tom, which is like, how do we even know that that's happening? Right. Right. I mean, we may get feedback from other people and if we can hear it and put it in our own context and take it, then there might be something there. Um, I know for myself, oftentimes um, I can feel myself as a cancer, you know, I'm super in tune with my emotions. I can feel myself retreating emotionally. Mm. you know if if somebody's like well i think you should do this or there's a joke in my house which is aubrey says no you know that if my immediate response out of without even thinking about it is no then i'm like wait a minute there's probably something to pay attention to like so interesting yeah like that's at least those are a couple of things for me yeah um, yeah. What about you? How well, do you know? Well, I was just, I want to ask, how would you, what, what would it be like if you started saying yes? Yeah, I think that, I mean, just like anything like you're talking about the South node and things from 
or, you know, are growing up that those kinds of things are usually in place for good reason when we're growing up and, you know, being able to say like, all right, what do I need? You know, how much of myself known do I need in that situation in order to, um, move towards the yes. And so for me, it might not, you know, you know, my South node is also in cancer. So it might be like, well, wait a minute, this needs, I need a little bit of safety. So maybe I just need to pause, right? Mm -hmm. Say like, I'm not going to say, you know, it might be an intermediate step, which is if I find myself saying no to something right away, or I have an internal no response, I'm going to stop and give it a few days to really think about it before saying no like sort it out and be like, okay, there's probably valid reasons for saying no. Is this just a, um, uh, ingrained protective reaction that's unnecessary? Or is it something I actually just, you know, can get to a neutral point about and be like, yeah, no, I don't really want to, you know, kind of like you were, you and I were talking earlier about heights. You're like, yeah, you know, I like heights, but I, you know, I don't really want to jump out of an airplane. Yeah. Right. Like there's, there's other ways that we can um, grow. But I think for grow. me, like, yeah. a good question, Tom, is like for me to be like, you know, what's in terms of how I, what I want from my life, what kind of growth is the right growth right now? So, yeah, I don't know that like for me, the right Probably. thing would be to say like, yes, right away, but um, saying yes to things, tiny steps. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. Baby steps. Um, but saying yes to things that will stretch you perhaps yeah. rather than yeah. things that would annoy you or right. inconvenient and right. you, you know, right. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Think or even like that, like even that is like, Oh, well, am I just annoyed and I can kind of like get over it? You know, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you kind of wonder what would happen if we all said yes <laughs> for a year. What, what, how would that, what impact would that make? Yeah. And, and even if it's like, what if you said yes for the next day or week, you know, what kinds of those things? And I think that even just sitting down with like, for me with a piece of paper and writing down the things like would be like, what are things that I have, you know, I could say no to, or I'm not doing that if I, how would I feel if I said yes to you? What would I need in order to like stretch into that? Right. And I'm going to know what those things are because I'm going to feel the edge. And maybe as we say yes, we also need to say no to some other things that are kind of, yeah. of space. You know, some things that aren't really no longer necessary, no longer serving a purpose of the, you know, the South Node that we're just kind of really stuck on and no longer need. Yeah. And like, I've heard that in people when they talk about um, the, you know, the very real challenge of taking care of ourselves when our work lives are so busy, you know, I have employers that have expectations of availability all the time. Um, but that, that seems of like, I is like, wow. And even for myself in my own practice, it's like, I will default to being really busy and getting stuff done on the list rather than be like, wow, maybe I just need to go out and take a five minute walk. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's some perceived, something about who I'm being or I won't be, you know, or what the way the world will be if I just stop being productive for five minutes and take a walk. Right. What's at risk here? Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what's at risk if I don't? Probably more. Right. Well, you know, the way I look at it is people who smoke take breaks. 
and they feel justified. (laughs) (laughs) And they do that, usually do that several times a day. So, you know, I think everybody deserves a five minute break, whether you smoke or not. Yeah. Anyway, I guess on that note, we should, (laughs) we should wrap up. Um, But I think, you know, I, I, I really, I enjoyed this, this topic, you know, it's the South node or the nodal axis is, Mm -hmm. is so important in the chart. And really, I I think maybe it's something that we want to talk about a little bit more. Sure. uh, You know, and how it can really, you know, the, the, just relating it to the comfort zone and your own, the own growth potential in this lifetime and the planets that aspect it because they, they contribute to the story there. Yeah, we didn't get to the the bringing in the planets, and then we didn't talk about the four things. So maybe next time we record, we can be, you know, looking at a specific chart or having some some conversation. That. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, I guess I guess that's it for today. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> Me too. Thank you everybody for joining us. This is Tom Chaplin, career coach health coach, astrologer, <laughs> and Alexandria, Virginia. And Aubrey D. Clerk, career coach and astrologer in Portland, Oregon.